Are you pregnant and worrying about what you can do in the bedroom? Or is your partner pregnant and it's making you think twice before getting jiggy? Well, then you're going to love this week's podcast. Welcome back to In Bed with Lisa. I'm Lisa Welsh and I am on a flipping mission to help couples to have more fun in bed through sex positive conversations that are helping you to have no judgment and to actually express your true sexuality. I know it sounds like a tricky thing, but step by step we can get there and we can have the best sex you can ever imagine. Not you and me, I mean you and we, as in we the royal we, as in all humans, come on. (laughs) Okay, so this conversation is actually the replay of an interview that I gave on Radio 702 and it's all about sex during pregnancy. We actually took listener questions and some of them are quite interesting mind-blowing I would say and it is fascinating to hear actually what is on people's minds when they're thinking about having sex while there is a baby in utero what on earth does that mean for sex well this is the conversation where you're going to learn all about it I would love to hear your thoughts as you listen don't forget you can contact me at in bed with Lisa on social media or you can send me an email if you want to be private hello at inbedwithlisa.com is how you can get me I'm so glad you're here let's dive into the conversation relationship talk on 702 so today on our sex and relationship feature we're discussing pregnancy I mean sex during pregnancy uh, because there are changes in some women's sexual drives during this time for most women it increases at certain stages of the pregnancy for some it doesn't so i want us to discuss the safest ways to have sex during pregnancy how do you avoid as a pregnant woman the risk of infection because you have to protect yourself and your baby from stis as a couple how do you avoid that what are the best positions as well best sexual positions because you don't want to put pressure i imagine on the pregnant belly you you want to have sex without causing complications and and we'll touch even on 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 orgasms right there are so many myths about the benefits right of sex during pregnancy but there's there's talk about orgasms and you know orgasms release endorphins and there's talk that that can actually help a pregnant woman because it can help her as the mother and the baby as well feel happy and relaxed so we've got lisa welsh who is a sex and pleasure educator who's joining us on the line who will be guiding us through this discussion and of course your calls as always i love hearing from you if you've got questions for lisa if you want to share your experience with us maybe you're pregnant now maybe your partner is pregnant now or maybe you want to share when you were pregnant how the experience was for you I'm going to take those calls on 011-883-0702. WhatsApps as well on 072-702-1702. Lisa, thank you for making time. Welcome back to the show. Good morning, Clement. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, It's always good to have you um, help us, guide us through these important conversations. So is, is it safe to have sex when you are pregnant or does it depend on the period and, and where you are with your pregnancy? Hmm, great question. All of the questions you, you mentioned are, I'm excited to answer. But before I do, I want to just be really clear that as a sex educator, I'm not giving medical advice. And I really just want everybody to, if you're listening and you're pregnant, that what your doctor or your midwife says is what you should do. 
So mm. we're going to be sharing education here, but always the midwife and the doctor are the ones who can tell you about your specific circumstance. So, mm. but yes, so to answer your general question um, there, Clement, if you have a healthy, normal pregnancy, sex should be safe throughout the entire pregnancy. So there are no particular trimesters that you should avoid um, as long as it's comfortable for the pregnant person and as long as you're in the mood for it because as you mentioned, sex drive definitely can go up and down. It's different for each individual. But yes, as long as your pregnancy is, is healthy and normal and you don't have any history um, of problems during your pregnancies, then yes, you can definitely enjoy sex throughout the whole experience. And is it... Speaking of the mood and the, and the sex drive that can go high and low, uh, what's the most like general thing? Do, do, do women normally have a high sex drive during pregnancy or does it depend from, from one case to another? Well, Clement, can I ask you, do you know what a woman's usual mood is from day to day? No. <laughs> <laughs> there is no normal. And in, yeah. in pregnancy, hormones are really wild. So you might find that in the third trimester, you really feel into it. Um, or you yeah. might have a lot of, of morning sickness. Um, sometimes the second trimester can be considered the golden trimester when your hormones are settled a bit, the bump isn't too big. And mm. then sometimes as you prepare for birth, then your hormones go wild. So, yeah, it's different with all women, actually. But, you know, mm. if you don't feel like having sex, then that is okay, too. There's no wrong or right way to, you know, to feel yeah. during your pregnancy. Yeah, I remember taking a call from, from a listener. I don't remember the topic we were discussing, but she was pregnant and she thought there's something wrong with her because she said she has a high sex drive and she is uh, just about to give birth. And she <laughs> was calling in concerned that maybe there is something wrong. So so thanks for clarifying that. So obviously mm. when you are having sex, Lisa, um, as as a pregnant woman with your partner, you don't want to cause... Uh, complications. So are there, mm. uh, I imagine, sexual positions that are best for when you are pregnant? Because you, you don't want to put pressure on, on that belly and you want to do it in a way that doesn't cause complications. Mm. So firstly, it's, it's good to know that the baby is very separate from the vagina until it's literally being birthed. So the baby is safe inside of the uterus, which has its own muscular walls, and it's safe inside an amniotic sac of fluid and there's a plug of mucus that actually forms that is a barrier to the uterus and the vagina. So the cervix is closed, and I mean, even if it's softening towards the end of pregnancy, it's still the penis or toy is never going to go further than the vagina. So the baby's mm. not going to know what's going on. The baby's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mommy, what were you doing while I was inside? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so off-putting for people when you think that, and you know, like, you don't want it to be poking the baby. Um, yeah. But it's not. No matter how big it is, it won't be poking the baby. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first thing to know. Um, and then, then positions, that depends on what feels comfortable. So even when there isn't a big bump, like in the first trimester, for example, the tummy can feel really sensitive and so can the boobs. So you might not want positions that are putting any pressure on the body at all. Um, but if you do, that's okay. Um, but safe and often favored positions for pregnant people are to have the pregnant person on top where then they can guide the angle and depth and speed and all of that. They're more in mm. control. Um, and then the belly has space to just hang out there. Um, 
also spooning. So when you're both lying on your side, laying on your side, and then having like a cushion supporting the bump, especially in the later stages, because the bump is heavy and it can kind of flop down and that feels weird. So position yourself with as many pillows as you need, lie on your side and then allow your partner to penetrate you from behind. Um, and then also any other kind of position from behind. So, but then the male partner or the penis only partner would need to be um, following your lead on the depth of penetration and that kind of thing. So as long as uh, there's communication, you can definitely work around it. Okay. So I've got so many questions that are already coming through from, from the listeners and, and we'll get to them mm. in a short while. Um, mm-hmm. How do you then avoid the risk of infection? Uh, what do couples mm. need to do? Because you, you've got to protect yourself and the baby from things like STIs. Mm, it's a very good question. And having an STI during pregnancy is not a good idea. It can cause some serious health problems. So what I would recommend, if you're with a partner and you're both monogamous um, and your partner hasn't had um, or hasn't been recently diagnosed with an active sexually transmitted infection, then you should be fine. But if you're not in a mutually monogamous relationship or if you have a new partner, then I do recommend that you use condoms or dental dams just to make sure that there's no risk of infection for you or the baby. Wonderful. So let's talk about the benefits, right? What are the benefits for, let's start with the the woman who is pregnant. So when they are having sex during pregnancy, what are the benefits for them and the baby? Mm. Yeah, well, you mentioned endorphins, and that's always a winner. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So when there's orgasm, that boost of endorphins can help the woman to feel good and just like feel good feeling that, you know, everybody needs it any day, especially when you're feeling pregnant and swollen ankles and all of those things. Um, But it can also help to um, boost sleep, right? So the sleep is better quality and you can be well rested, which is so important when you're busy growing a human. even the contractions, even like the contractions from orgasm can be useful to like strengthen and tone your pelvic floor, which can potentially be beneficial during birth. I've heard people say that. Um, I mean, there's lots of old wise tales about the benefits of sperm on making the birth easy. Um, I don't know how accurate all of that is. But, you know, just the fact that you're bonding with your partner, that you're boosting the blood flow, that you're keeping the area engaged and active, like there's a lot of so many benefits like sex is good for us in all situations but yeah in pregnancy even more so or oh, and and what 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 what's the benefit for the couple for the couple a bonding experience i think just keeping that closeness and helping them to remember that above all even though they're about to become parents for the first time or for the second or third or whatever it just reminds them that they are still the core of this situation the core of the family it helps to keep them close Mm, all right, I want to take some questions now, Lisa. Um, if you mm. will please allow me. Um, let's start with uh, this message that has come through. Hi, Clement and Lisa. Thanks for this topic. I'm pregnant, and in my last trimester, I think my partner is avoiding. Oh, and I'm in my last trimester, and I think my partner is avoiding to have sex with me, and my sex drive is high. And I did oh. address the issue, but still, nothing has changed. Hmm. Uh, what does she do, Lisa? Because she says she's spoken about it and communication is always the way, right? Absolutely. So, okay, so you've spoken about it. What mm. was the feedback? Is your partner feeling worried that they're going to harm the baby? Um, are they? Is their sex drive just low at the thought of becoming a dad, maybe? So have those 
conversations and see if you can get to the bottom of what's actually going on there. Um, and if you can alleviate their fears and let them know, like, you're feeling really in the mood, then that mm. is beneficial. Maybe you can talk about the different positions we mentioned. But don't forget that you are still able to pleasure yourself, and there's still huge benefits to that mm. during pregnancy and in all other times. Make sure the toys are really clean if you're using something like that. But there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, sex doesn't only include intercourse, um, penis and vagina, right? There's so many other ways that you can be intimate on your own and together. So maybe... If you're craving sex, your sex drive is high, could there be a situation where you you are together in the bedroom and you are being pleasured by him or yourself and you're still together so you've got that bonding moment? So can you reframe what sex is to get what you need and keep mm. the closeness? So just kind Wonderful. of get curious. Yeah, just yeah. expand your definition of sex. Okay. Uh, let's listen to some voice notes also coming through. Abel, voice note. A day, you know, what I mean, the, the following day I went and, and delivered a very healthy little girl. Today she's 29 and there's nothing wrong and it's delicious, fantastic, you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy every uh, second of it. It's getting in deep talk. Yeah, Ketil, I'm going to play that again because I don't think we got the, the beginning part of, of your voice note. Hi, Clement. I did it up to the last uh, day, you know. What I mean, the, the following day I went and, and delivered a very healthy little girl. Today she's 29. And there's nothing wrong. And it's delicious fantastic you'll enjoy you'll enjoy every mm. uh, second of it it's ketile in deep club wow uh, lisa ketile seems to have had fun until the last day of the, <laughs> of the delivery he says it's delicious good that's brilliant i mean if like i said if it's a normal healthy pregnancy that's, oh, that's fantastic yeah let's listen to another voice note all right lament uh, please ask if it is true that uh, when you are having sex and the lady is pregnant, that helps to strengthen the baby's brain. Thank you. Oh, Lisa, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard this growing up. It mm. was, it, when growing up, it was a thing that, yes, if you are having pregnant um, with your partner who's pregnant, you, mm-hmm. that's going to make the baby a lot more smarter. You're strengthening their brain. Is it a myth? Is that really a thing? <laughs> I think it's a myth. I don't want to bust it because if it's encouraging people to have fun, great. But I don't <laughs> know of any studies to suggest that's true, but who knows? I, I don't know any to say that it's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another question. Someone asking... Uh, hi, Clement. Uh, my partner is pregnant and I've realized that I'm loving the boobs because they become mm. bigger. Is, is that something weird? And I'm worried that after she, um, she gives birth and the boobs go back to normal, then how am I going to feel towards, <laughs> towards her because I'm enjoying this time? I think, can you in the moment enjoy the female body as it is in every single beautiful phase? Like, being pregnant is absolutely beautiful, so enjoy it, enjoy it. But no, try not to feel disappointed when when your partner becomes not pregnant anymore. Still so much beauty in that. So I would just say enjoy in the moment the beauty of pregnancy. 
All right. Another person is asking, hello, Clement, please can you ask Lisa uh, if, because Lisa says it's better when the woman is on top because they can control the, um, uh, the penis. So what mm-hmm. happens when the woman is bumping? Does that affect the baby when they are on top during sex? Did you say when they are bumping? Yeah, imagine imagine the mm-hmm. listener is saying, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know how okay. to describe that process, Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay, no, that's fine. I understand what they mean, actually. So yeah. The, the baby won't be harmed because the penis won't be able to go past the cervix. Mm. So it's only going to be in the vagina. So as long as the the pregnant person is comfortable, then it's fine. They can if they, they can control the ride, if we put it that way. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I was trying to avoid the word ride, but here we are. <laughs> you oh, can okay, control so. the ride. No, you're right, Lisa. That that makes much better sense than what I was trying to say. It's 22 minutes after 11 o'clock. After the break, I'm taking more of your calls. I'm taking more of your WhatsApp voice notes as well. How was sex for you during pregnancy? Um, whether you're as a pregnant woman, whether you as your partner, what was that relation between the two of you? Um, how was that experience for you? Uh, are you one of those, like the listener who sent us a message earlier saying that her sex drive is incredibly high? Um, are you a partner that started losing interest in sex during the pregnancy with, with your with your woman? I'd like to hear from you. 011-883-0702. Send us a WhatsApp voice note as well. Relationship issues. Relationship talk. On 702. It's 25 minutes after 11 o'clock. Lisa Welsh is a sex and pleasure educator uh, guiding us through this discussion about sex during pregnancy because there are many changes that happen, uh, changes that happen with the woman who's pregnant, there are changes that happen in the relationship, that partnership, um, when there is a woman that's pregnant. And I want to know what your experience was like. Uh, give us a call on 011-883-0702. How did you manage sex during your pregnancy how was that experience for you? Uh, we've got some more voice notes coming through. Uh, let me start with this question first from Anonymous who's asking, uh, Clement, please can you ask Lisa, what causes one to lose interest in sex after the baby is born? Mm, okay, that's a very big question. And it can be a result of so many things. So it could be um, a change in the hormones. It can be a change in body image because the body changes and suddenly you might not feel attractive and that can impact um, libido. Um, it could also be that the person is now more moving into a mothering role and it can take a little bit of time to, to understand where that sits in your life. Like, oh, am I allowed to be a mum and have sex? Like there's, there's confusing messages that we receive from society. Um, and then also exhaustion. <laughs> like there are so mm. many different reasons. So if you are in a relationship where a new mom is not interested in sex, I would definitely recommend giving her time, giving her um, a chance to rest properly, making sure she's hydrated and getting enough food and not pressuring her. Um, maybe looking at other ways to bring intimacy into the space before moving on to intercourse, for example. So patience and a lot of loving care. Yeah. Sometimes uh, at some point when we had a discussion, I don't remember what it was about, but but I I understood that sometimes it's got to do like just with sometimes the low self-esteem because, you know, you've Mm. just given birth and you're just feeling like sometimes you feel like you're not sexy anymore. So you're more conscious 
um, about your body and you think maybe your past, your pa- your partner looks at you differently. Um, is that like that self-esteem and, and you, how you look at your body and how it's changed because of the pregnancy also a contributing factor? Absolutely. That's a huge contributing factor. It impacts the amount of pleasure that we experience as well as, mm. you know, whether or not we want to get naked with, with our partner. When mm. you've changed, things have changed and maybe your vagina has changed or maybe you have, you know, a, a an incision, you know, got a scar now from a cesarean. You know, it feels scary. Like, is it going to feel the same? Is my partner going to be disappointed? Is my tummy wobbly now? Like all of those things are valid and really common. Um, mm. And that's why a combination of patience and love and acceptance um, are really helpful. And if it's something that is ongoing, like, for example, fear about pain of intercourse after giving birth, um, then it's something to see your doctor or your midwife about. Um, these things, and, and then changes in hormones as well, your doctor can help you to see mm. where you are hormonally and if that can be um, supported with any different kinds of treatments. So, yeah, it's, it does yeah. take time, but there are solutions out there. Yeah, and I love that during that, as it takes time, you're saying love, acceptance, and support. Those are, are the mm-hmm. most important things. Simon, you're calling us from Midrand. Good morning. Good morning, Kenneth. How are you? Sharp. How's it going? Good morning. Um, just want to ask you a question. I have two kids with different mothers. The thing is, um, uh, the first one, when she got pregnant, I would have sex with her for the first maybe three months and then I lose interest, or even if you want me to live with her, I just don't even have an erection. And the same thing happened with my second baby mama also. Three months yeah. down the line, I lose interest, and I don't even get it. I, they don't affect me anymore. Uh, I don't know what could be causing that. Uh, yeah. So uh, upon your reflection, Simon, do you, do you have any idea, perhaps? Is it... So what's the immediate thing that you think of that somehow tends you off maybe when you think about uh, doing the sexual intercourse with them is it the body changes is it what are you picking yeah. up as, as things yeah. that are just yeah. turning you off yeah the body changes because of that there will be weight gains and all that so like because i know my person to be this mm. weight or big you know but now they changes uh, then i just lose interest mm. i don't know what could be causing that yeah Okay, no, I'll, I'll get Lisa to. All right, thank you for your call, Simon. I'll get uh, Lisa to Lisa to respond to that. It's exactly eleven thirty. Relationship talk on seven o two. All right, let's continue our discussion now. Um, Lisa, I want you to reflect on that call from Simon because, yeah, he says he's got two kids and he loses mm-hmm. interest after three months of you know his partner falling pregnant and in this case it was two different partners and the same thing happened that after the three months of the pregnancy he's just losing interest and when i was trying to probe further he seems to be suggesting that it it could be because of the body changes Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know how do you how do you advise simon yeah, so it's not actually uncommon, I'm sad to say. So some partners love their pregnant wife's body and some really don't find it sexually attractive, okay? And let's just be real, okay, they just don't find it sexually attractive. He was very honest and we could say he had a lot of courage to say that because it's not really what we want to hear, right? Um, because we want to celebrate our partners in all aspects of their life. And while they are growing a new life and it's his child, we understand it's a transitional period. Pregnancy is temporary. So 
it's acceptable for him to say he's not sexually attractive because it's just true. However, I would really encourage him to still maintain intimacy in the relationship. His partner is growing in his life. She may be dealing with her own insecurities and worries and concerns and feeling unattractive. So it's really it's so important for the relationship that he maintains intimacy in whatever way that looks like, with it being physical touch, communication, showing that he still loves her because there is a difference between being sexually attracted to your partner and exactly. loving them. So it's yes. really important to keep that love and connection and give her space then to enjoy mm. pleasure in other ways if that's something that she's desiring. Yes, yes. Love, acceptance and support, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to some voice notes. Hi, Clement. Uh, I would like you and your guests to talk about um, sex, to- sex twice and pregnancy. Is it safe for a pregnant woman to use, uh, continue using sex toys? during the pregnancy. Mose uh, from Kahiso, thank you. Ah, Lisa, I think you touched a little bit on this earlier, but mm-hmm. if you can expand on it, Mose um, asking yeah. if, 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 if it's, it's safe for, for the women to use t- sex toys. Brilliant, good question. And yes, as long as the sex toy is clean, and let's just talk about when sex with penises or sex toys should be avoided. So the time that it, may, that it should be avoided if there is unexpected bleeding from the vagina, if the, the fluid from the amniotic sac is leaking, um, if the placenta is low, or if you have a history of early or premature birth, right? So your midwife or your doctor will let you know that. But if none of that is happening and your midwife gives you the go-ahead, then you can continue to have sex and use toys throughout the pregnancy, as long as the toy is clean. It's really important that the toy is cleaned properly. Oh, it's got to be clean. Uh, here's another voice note. Hi, Clement. Now your my story is different because my girlfriend now uh, she's uh, four months pregnant. The thing is, is I can't keep up with the pace of uh, the way I was on sex. Yo, I can't. Uh, after one round, she'll say, no, let's do another one. And in the morning, she wants to wake you up and she wants another one. Ish. I can't. And sometimes it feels like I'm letting her down. If uh, I find out, she end up being uh, angry at me. Oh, um, Lisa, he says he's struggling to keep up uh, with, mm. with, with his partner who's four months pregnant. So he sounds like a really loving, caring partner who doesn't mm. want to let his partner down. So good for him for trying his best. And just understand that, yeah, hormones can be wild. So what else can you do? That's, this is a really another opportunity to look at how else can we satisfy the pregnant person without exhausting the, the, the partner who's not pregnant. Can we bring in toys? Can we bring in mutual touch? Um, what can you do to, to to make both people happy and find a compromise and encourage self-pleasure too, like make that a safe space? Because in some relationships, it feels like you're not allowed to self-pleasure, you know? So, yeah, expand the definition of sex. is something that I know I keep on saying, but it, this is a perfect example of when to do that. Can I ask something just in addition to that, Lisa? It, mm. it, I mean, and I know maybe some, and having had these conversations before on this show, I've often, I mean, women, I mean, men would often are feeling uncomfortable about the idea of their partners um, also just pleasuring themselves, right? If mm-hmm. you feel like as a, as, as, um, as, as a partner, you cannot satisfy, not so much satisfy, but you can't meet the expectation or the, the levels of desire of your partner who's pregnant, is it an option then to say, actually, here are some toys, babes. Let's, let's get into the bedroom and 
I will use the toy to give you the pleasure. I will use other ways. If if, if I don't feel like penetration now, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But there are other ways we can find and bring in the toys to still give you the pleasure. Is, mm. is that something to explore? Or, or do you get a sense that some men, because that's a sense I often get when I take their calls, are still feeling a little uncomfortable about letting these other things that assist <laughs> in, in, in this process? <laughs> I think I think a lot of men feel threatened by the sex toys. Yeah. So I would just want to say, like, it's a it's a teammate, right? Tag them in. They can like a, a sex toy can provide a different kind of stimulation that you know a human can't. But they can never be a human. They can never replace a human. Nobody's ever going to leave their partner for a sex toy. That is for sure. <laughs> so. It is a healthy part of a sex life. Self-pleasuring with or without a toy is a healthy part of anybody's sex life and something that should not be a cause for concern, Mm. right? We're in 2022 now. We know that people do self-pleasure and it's really healthy and has so many benefits. So, Mm. yeah, try not to feel threatened by a toy. You can get toys that are not shaped like penises if that makes you feel better. I mean, and the truth is, most women like external stimulation. They need external clitoral stimulation to experience mm. orgasm. So that doesn't even have to go inside, right? So yes, if, yeah. your part, if you're a woman and your partner's worried about you getting a toy, why don't you look at something that doesn't look anything like a penis, doesn't go inside, and still gives you the pleasure you like? And you can even use yeah. it during intercourse as well. Yeah. So there's ways to like, help everybody feel comfortable. Because sex is not just about penetration, right? In fact, it's more than penetration. I mean, maybe that's yeah. that's one thing we need to understand more and more. Here's another voice note. Good day, Clement. It's Gordon in Boxburg here. Um, very interesting topic, by the way. Um, with me, when my wife was pregnant, I stopped having sex with her. And it was a simple reason. You know, I thought, what if the child's anus is directly... <laughs> Aligned ah. with with the vagina, you know, and while I'm penetrating, I'm also penetrating the child. Right? As crazy as that sounds, that was a oh. real concern for me. So oh. I just didn't want penises touching the baby. No, oh. <laughs> that I'm is getting bad. goosebumps. I Oh, I mean, who wouldn't stop having sex if you think about that, Lisa? Right, exactly. I mean, your oh. imagination's gone wild there, and that's Jeez. an absolute turn off. No, that was so wild. That was so. Fortunately, that's impossible. Impossible. <laughs> I mean, humans have been having babies for millennia. We know how, like, the body is, knows how to keep the baby safe. Don't worry. The baby isn't even going to know. It's not going to yeah. know. This baby is secure in its amniotic sac, mucus plug, closed cervix. Your penis is going yeah. nowhere near it. Don't worry. And, and like you said, no matter how big that penis may be, there's no way no it's going matter. to get closer to that. Yes. Here's, here's <laughs> another voice note. Hi, Clement. How are you? My name is Clarice. I just want to know, is it possible to do too much sex when in early pregnant? When they're pregnant, maybe it's one to two months. Is it possible to do too much sex? Is it leading to miscarriage or what? Oh, and there's another myth, uh, Lisa, mm. that I've often heard about um, the sex that can increase the chances of, of a miscarriage during uh, mm. pregnancy. Some people feel like it can even induce early labor. Mm. So this is, a, this is one to talk to the midwife or doctor about for your specific needs. But I would say that, I mean, miscarriage is more um, prevalent in early 
pregnancy. So this is why you might think that you caused it through having sex. But if it was a healthy, normal pregnancy, not twins or sometimes IVF is people who are going through IVF are advised to not have sex during the first you know, particular period. But in general, for a normal, healthy pregnancy, you can have sex in the first trimester. It is safe. Okay, here's another voice note. Hi, Clement. Uh, this is Lissiko from Midrand. Um, in all honesty, my sex drive is on another level, and uh, I'm so blessed that my partner, he's so cooperative, like, and he listens. We play, like, I accommodate him, he also accommodates me. But sometimes what's turned me off is that he would say, are you sure that I'm not hurting the baby? Are you sure that the baby's okay? Like, yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> Shame. Uh, you know, daddy just wants to make sure um, yeah, that the little so one is not affected. Yeah. Yeah, it's so normal to be worried, you know, but our bodies are wise. They've got it all figured yeah. out, but it is normal yeah. to be worried. Yeah, let me read some messages coming through. Good morning, Clement and Lisa. I'm currently pregnant and the doctor had told me that my sex drive will increase since I had issues with my sex drive before. But it never happened, and I was so disappointed. I'm in, thir- in the third trimester now, and sex and sleep is so uncomfortable. And the last thing in my mind, and ish, um, it does affect us. Yeah, so it looks like that's even affecting the, the relationship there. Mm. Um, also, Jay here in Centurion saying, Hi, Clement. When I was um, a week past my expected date of delivery, my gynae told my husband and I to go and have more sex because his mm-hmm. semen will encourage the cervical mouth to open. So I guess it's more of yeah. that than strengthening the baby brains. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I've heard of that. And I've heard that those um, um, orgasmic contractions can then help the uterus to start contracting. It can give you those practice Braxton Hicks. Um, and yes, potentially help you to actually stimulate labor. Even stimulating the nipples in the later stages of pregnancy can get the womb kind of ready to contract. So actually, I've heard also when I was pregnant, um, my midwife was advising not to stimulate the nipples too close to the end date. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Mm. Okay, so um, let's take the the last the the um, an ad break now, and then when we come back, Lisa will wrap up with some calls. I um, mean, wrap up with some more WhatsApp voice notes as well. It's ten minutes before twelve. Relationship issues. Relationship talk on seven o two. It's nine minutes before 12 o'clock. We are just wrapping up the discussion around uh, sex during pregnancy. And I saw some of the tweets that are coming through. Tondi responding to the voice note earlier says, uh, a dude just said he stopped having sex um, with his pregnant wife because his penis will penetrate the baby's anus. And Dikeledi is asking that maybe it's time, Lisa, that um, not just women, but men as well start learning, like, like just the biology, the fetus, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the th- fetus I- anus as well. So how important is that? So that by the time there's pregnancy, there's a conversation that has taken place. One, uh, you understand the changes that are going to come because there are mood swings. There are all manner of things that come. And as, as a couple, you want to be prepared for that. But it may help to also understand how the baby is growing 
um, mm. you know, in the womb, and and also just how the baby is going to be coming out. So understanding that can be part of this incredible journey. Mm, absolutely, it is an incredible journey, and you're right. Educating yourselves as almost you know brand new parents or parents for the second time, whatever it is. Um, Educating yourselves and learning about the process of pregnancy for the woman, for the baby, can be such a beautiful way to help you bond and prepare to become a family. And education is out there. It is available freely, readily. Your your doctor can help. Your midwife can help. Mm. The internet, you know, used carefully, can also help. So you're right. It is really important because we're not just born knowing these things. You know, we, we also are fed loads of old wives tales. You know, lots of people have different opinions and stories on pregnancy. And we're not taught this in school. In fact, we're usually discouraged from knowing anything like this. So the education is out there. So I really do encourage, I think it's a great suggestion from your listener to actually go and learn about this together. Get a book, mm. read recommendations, get a book that you can follow through week by week. What can we expect? And this will help to dispel all of those myths that actually sometimes prevent intimacy in relationships yeah. when pregnancy is happening. Yeah. Um, let's wrap up with this last question. Um, a listener is asking, when can you start having sex after pregnancy? Mm. So this does come down to personal preference. A lot of midwives suggest like six weeks is kind of a usual mark because obviously there's a lot of physical changes that are happening and potential injury or soreness. So allowing time for the vagina and the uterus and the stomach, the abdomen, if there's been a cesarean, to heal. Um, so keep in close touch with your midwife. They will usually tell you when they think it's safe. And tune in with yourself. Like, do you feel ready? And if that feels like way too long to wait, then look at other forms of intimacy, other ways of stimulating each other, other ways of being close that don't involve penetration. Wonderful. Lisa, thank you so much for your thank brilliance you in helping us and guiding us through these discussions. I appreciate your time. Lisa Walsh is a sex and pleasure educator. So there you have it. That was the interview on sex and pregnancy. What did you think? Did anything come up that surprised you? I would love to hear from you. Come and chat over on Twitter at InBedWithLisa or you can send me an email, hello at InBedWithLisa.com. I always love hearing from you. That is all from this week. Don't forget, you can also find me on YouTube. I have just published a video that is all about edging. So if you have ever wanted to enhance your orgasm or delay ejaculation, then edging could be the answer for you. Head over to my YouTube channel at In Bed With Lisa to check out that video. Leave me a comment and see if you've ever edged before. Have you tried edging? Or if you're curious to try, I would also love to hear from you about that. But thanks again, and I will be back again on the podcast in your ears next week. Bye.